Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins. What does it mean to live a life of peace? Well, that's what we're talking about today with my guest, Flori Hayatridis, who is a mom, a mathematician, a mentor, an entrepreneur, and an educator. She's the founder of a group called Awakened Events, where she teaches people how to maximize their success and happiness using ancient wisdom, modern science, and proven business strategies to change lives. I can't wait for you to meet her. She is a ball of energy and excitement. And this is such a great conversation. So let's jump in. Flory, welcome. Hi, I'm so good to be here. All right. So we're doing this in studio. I don't get to do that often, but I love doing it because it's so different to have a conversation in person. Before we start, what I want to talk about is the fact that you are a mathematician because that is like totally outside of the box and what I expected when you and I first met. And you very much live in the personal development space and a corporate coach. Like you're doing all of all of the hats and all of the things. I'm curious as to how you blended the personal development with that mathematician, like black and white brain of yours. Because I feel like that typically does not go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's my secret sauce, if you will, right? Kind of bridging the spiritual personal development world with the analytical deductive business world. And I got there because as a mathematician, you are raised to see it and then believe it. And so you go through life algorithmic, you prove theorems, everything adds up, there's a sum, life is easy. Not easy, but it's concrete, predictable. I lived in a predictable causality-based world. And then, as most of us, there's a period in your life where everything kind of crashes around you. And that happened when I was 40 with a lot of personal trauma and significant loss personally and professionally. And I realized, well, this, see, believe it's not working. And so then I went on a 20-year journey of understanding that the algorithm is completely reversed and that you have to believe it and then you see it. You just gave your age away. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Birthday next month. (laughs) Uh, All right. So today we're talking about the missing piece. Like, and I think that that means so many things like peace as in like, hey, peace out and peace as in like pieces of you. So when we, when you, and you teach on this, like the missing piece of what's happening in your life, what piece are you talking about? Are you talking about like, I'm missing part of myself or I'm missing like some calm? Could be any and all of the above. So the missing piece is a curriculum where the acronym piece is the five parts of your life, right? So P is physical, your body. E is emotional, your relationship. A is aspirational, your goals. C is cerebral, is work or school. And ethereal is your spirit. Those are the P-I-E-C-E-S of your life that add up to the overall P-E-A-C-E of your life. All right. So one of the puzzle pieces can be out of alignment. All of the pieces could be. But like a puzzle, if it is not fitting together in alignment, it is not going to look as a pretty picture. So that is exactly it. So we basically start with like an inventory of someone's life by looking at those five components. And then it could be, you know, just using some math to to be clear in communication. I do love that about math. You could be 70% in each of them. You could be 100, 0, 0, 0, you know, whatever. So when you ask people to almost put percents and weights, the math really supports the communication of where they are in their life. 
This message is for the dreamers, doers, and goal-getters out there. The She Who Wins Summit, a live event experience, is coming to Connecticut on April 28th and 29th, 2023. It's time to supercharge your soul so you can show up even more powerfully in your life, in your relationships, and in your business and career. Learn more at shewhowins.com. All right, so I want to do something that I actually had no intention of doing today, but I'm feeling called to it. Let's go, let's break downs because I want everyone to, I think that's where we spend our time today is talking about the the five, right? Pieces, five yep. letters, five. <laughs> and let's break them down and talk about it like from my my shoes. Like I'm, I'm your student, I'm the person listening to this <clears throat> and like applying it. So shit's about to get real maybe see about what piece is missing from my life. But let's do it from that perspective because I want listeners as they as they think about their own lives, like where they add up in that to see where they're where they're missing a piece. Yeah. And you can start actually at any point, because no one really knows which piece is going to fuel the others. Mm. So I hear people all the time say, I'm not looking for a relationship that would be E, emotional, until I lose 40 pounds, which is P, physical. And my first response to that is, how do you know? Maybe if you met someone, then the 40 pounds would fall off because you were so happy, which is E, ethereal, happy and joy. Mm. So it's almost impossible to talk about any one of these without talking about all of them. Something simple is, what if you broke your leg or your, whatever, you were incapacitated, you were on crutches? That would be P-physical. But that affects your relationship because who has to help you? It affects your spirit, it affects your work, Mm -hmm. and it affects your goals. So it's almost impossible to talk about a physical injury without the other pieces. But people do, and that's the issue. They try to isolate, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to do physical therapy, I'm going to get better. But they're not doing emotional therapy, They're not doing ethereal therapy. But let's go back to your question, and let's go through your life, or let's talk about it that way. All right. So you're getting ready for a very exciting conference coming up. On a side note, this will be the episode that never airs. As we end it, and I'm like bawling in tears. No, yes. Yeah, but we're talking about like a a quick quick reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An intentional reflection Mm -hmm. on someone's life. So you're getting ready for the She Who Wins conference at Mohegan Sun. So you're probably in a little, your pieces are probably a little extra stress right now. They're a little extra extra right now. Right. So people start to cut back on how much time they spend with their loved ones Mm -hmm. and how much exercise they do. So number one with awareness is if I am giving some things up or not as much intention and attention to be aware of that. Because just the awareness, I don't know if people realize, but awareness transmutes outcomes. When uh, When an experiment is being observed, the outcome changes. So right now, just the fact that we're being aware of your life and all five of these components mm-hmm. is going to send good energy to it in a different way. So I start with the last letter and I go backwards. All I right. start with ethereal because if you feel if, that you are in a state of happiness and joy most of the mm-hmm. time, then the other pieces are probably in, in sync. So I kind of start there. All right. So there's a hundred emotions we could feel, maybe thousands, but granular to the point where we can't talk about them. So I've grouped them into 24, three parts of eight. Top eight, joy, wonder, happiness, excitement. The middle, contentment, satisfaction. Not horrible, but not great. The bottom, not great. The bottom is jealousy, discontentment, Mm. anger, frustration, depression, all of that. So the first thing is, where am I? One, two, or three? Oh, definitely one. Okay. So I'm in one most of the time. Yeah. And are you in the upper part of one, joy, happiness? I'm in the upper. Like, I have to be, I have to t- be intentional. Like, yesterday was was a little chaotic. Like, I got home and I was, like, a frazzled, like, 
and I took the time to like acknowledge like, okay, that's just a moment, but I, I am like living in the space of joy and gratitude and I'm constantly checking in there. So I think for the most part, most of my life, I live in the upper one. And not everyone can say that. And that's a beautiful thing, but we're both in the self-development space. So right. we're more aware of when we're out and right. we know our job is to get back in. Yes. What I want everyone to hear is you have two choices when you are in the lower quadrant. You can either try to get your work done and try to love your children, and try not to <laughs> yell at your husband or partner, or you can decide to get up the emo- move up the emotional scale and then try to create and interact and communicate. Mm. I am telling you, you want to move up the scale before, yeah. because if you try to get anything done in those lower numbers, you are not going to be creative. You are not going to be happy and joyous. And I don't call it time management. I call it energy management. So you need to be aware of where your energy's at and then say, I'm moving up before I move on to certain topics. I like the way that sounds. Ah, I love that. I got to move up before yeah. I move on. But so many people, I work with so many college kids, they're like, I have three hours to study. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to sit here for three hours. And after they've made 100 paper airplanes, they're like, I should just go have fun with my friends. And the answer is you should. You should get your emotional vibration higher. Okay, so we're... We're talking about the ethereal piece, which is the fifth one mm-hmm. in the acronym, but the first one in my my heart to understand where people are at. So that's amazing. That's great. And that's probably what keeps you obviously excited about everything and yeah. going, even if you know things aren't going perfectly. So now we go up to cerebral. And cerebral is your work, your emotional intelligence, which is abbreviated in the world as EQ. And emotional mm-hmm. intelligence is the ability to interact with people, to read their emotions, to understand who they are. Myers-Briggs. Am I talking too fast? No, not at all. Okay, listeners. All right. Keeping up. (laughs) So Myers-Briggs is just a, not just, but it's a powerful, it's just one of many, but it's a powerful personality preference instrument. So I happen to know you, but we can talk a little bit about that if we have time, right? Why not? So the first dimension is, are you introverted or extroverted? So I know from working with you that you are introverted, which means you get your energy internally, but it doesn't mean you don't have amazing social extroverted skills, Mm -hmm. as in running a conference as in running a law office, as in doing podcasts. So listen to the connection, though, between that for you, as you may know, and ethereal, which is staying in upper levels of vibration. If you are asked to be on extroverted all day long, that could knock you out of your zone. Oh, yeah. You know how to protect yourself Mm -hmm. because you've learned those skills. So even now we were talking and you're like, I want to make sure I have some downtime in between this and my next appointment class. So you are mindful and you are protective of your energy. Not everyone is. So you want to know where you're operating first. That's ethereal. So you're up in the upper eight of joy and happiness. And then you want to look at your personality type. Make sure you have those skills to prepare you for when life knocks you out of your zone. Mm -hmm. So you're an extrovert, uh, an introvert. Yep. And then big picture or detail. Big picture. Big picture. What does that mean in your everyday life? Big picture. Oh, I'm like, I'm dreaming up the next big thing. But I love, but you know, I do detail too, though. I do detail well. I'm the same as you. I do detail well, but that's because I know it fulfills my dream. Oh, okay. It's not really what floats my boat, so to speak. Well, that's true because I hate, I actually hate. <laughs> I All like I'm detail. saying is, I'm like, I do it well, but I actually kind of hate it. I love the big picture dreaming. It's yeah. funny when someone says, I do something, I, I, I don't know which I am. I do this, um, but I can do that. I do it well. As soon as they say that, I know they're the former. Yeah. Because you and I would not say we can brainstorm or we are in a, we can be innovative. We just are. Yeah. It's our being, yeah. right? 
So what we can do is not who we are. But if someone labored you with detail all day, every day, it would knock you out of your zone yeah. and probably you wouldn't be enjoying vibration. But yeah. you're a great example because you're mindful, you're teaching this to people, but it's being mindful and attention and intention so that you don't get stuck in a place where you drop to the lower mm -hmm. vibration. Okay. And so big picture, introverted. The third dimension is thinking and feeling. When you make a decision, logic and fact. Yeah. Or how it makes people feel. Oh, no, feel, 100%. Feel. So what's the what could be the possible downside to knock you out of joy being a feeler, which sounds like yeah. it shouldn't be able to, right. but it, it could. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. how could being a feeler knock you out of your joy and comfort zone? Well, because, I mean, I, I take on I take on feeling from other people. I, take, I mean, I'm like a sponge, which I've actually had to really work on protecting that, especially when I was practicing law. Like, that was a big one where people come in and they're, like, all of this, like, anger and angst and and they're, they're pouring it out. And I'm, like, sucking it in. So that was a work in progress. It took a long time to, to protect that. Right. And if you, you know, had something to do but someone needed your help and you just yeah. dropped everything at a moment's notice, it would affect the rest of your right. life and schedule. Right. So that could be another reason you kind of mm -hmm. knock out of your zone. We also, I tell people all the time, you are fully capable and empowered by the universe and us today mm -hmm. to make choices, to make choices that keep you in that upper quadrant, to keep choices that keep you in your personality as long as you can without having to go outside your zone. And you want to make deliberate choices. And that's freedom. And I always say that in the word deliberate is the word liberate. So if you make deliberate choices, then you are going to make sure that you protect your energy. Last dimension is uh, so we know that you're now more introverted, which means you get your energy internally. Big picture. Uh, feeling, which means you make decisions based on how it makes people feel, except that you are aware of the opposite and that you have to adjust sometimes. And the last one is structured or flexible. Do you like more spontaneity or do you like to know what's happening in advance? Oh, I'm more structured. More structured. Yeah. And I'm sure that has served you. Yeah. But I'm sure it has also gotten in your way. Yeah. Right. Because some people who are very detailed and structured, in this case, we're structured but not detailed, but even structured people can really take the fun out of anything. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they ask are, my husband. <laughs> yes, exactly right. They are, we, we tend to um, overstructure. Yeah. Uh, actually, you and I are very similar. The only thing we're different on is the first dimension. So we're yeah. both big picture, we're both feelers, and we're both structured. You're more introverted. I'm more extroverted. Just ask me on planning a vacation. Like that comes out when I'm planning a vacation. I'm like, where are we going to eat? What are we? What's our itinerary? Talk about structure rather than I'm like rather than go with the flow. I tried to. I tried so hard when we went to Disney to go with the flow. You cannot go with the flow at Disney. They do not allow you to. Well, isn't so. that the irony of ironies? <laughs> That's supposed to be the most carefree right. place on earth. They asked me six months ahead where I want to have dinner on Tuesday. I know. I was like, what? This is not helping my structuredness. No. <laughs> um, but you see the combination or the the combination of who you are affects the connection to your spirit and your ethereal and how happy you stay. So think about it. If you're not mindful of who you are in any one of those dimensions, you could easily be knocked out. So ethereal is where you are on the emotional scale and how to make sure you stay. And in my course, we teach people techniques to move up the scale. We know some intuitively, but there's so many more that we can apply on a more deliberate kind of basis. And the simple one, for example, when you're in a bad mood or you're in the lower end and you look at a picture of your children or you look at a picture of your dog or you play with your dog, those are simple things to raise your vibration. I kind of joke with people that you don't put pictures around the house in frames of people you don't like, right? Sure. So you walk by them and they drop your energy. Right. We do the opposite. So we listen to a song, we go running, we mm -hmm. go to yoga, whatever. Those are obvious, but maybe we're not paying attention to that. They're deliberately raising our vibration. But we give 15 techniques that are less obvious, 
more concrete and very contributory to raising your vibration. So that's ethereal, cerebral is emotional intelligence, knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing when to adjust it. But you can see the connection of those two pieces. Yeah. Now we move up to goals. Most people do not have goals written down, thought about, you know, you can't get to where you're going if you haven't know where you're going to head out. So I don't know if you have goals written or you have you I, do. I have them written. We I haven't have even them. talked about this. This I is so great. I know. I have them on a vision board. I have my old vision boards back there. And then I have a new one in my office that I look at every single morning to remember to like stay in that zone and, and focus on that. So think about it. How does goal setting or, or setting and achieving goals? And, and by the way, attention and intention is a key to everything and awareness. So a goal can change. So you have to be aware that the goal can change. Mm-hmm. You know, when you throw a dart at a bullseye, right, it's going to go in that direction. It's not going to change. But missiles, it's called teleological. Missiles adjust as the target moves. We want to be like that. We want to reevaluate our targets because they don't stay the same. So going for a goal that no longer fits your spirit, how do you know? People say, how do you know? You don't feel good. Your emotions are your navigation system. So if you keep trying and pushing and pushing and it's not feeling right, it's not correct. I coach a lot of college kids. They go into careers that they think they should go for. Something in their soul spirit is kind of pushing them away. So we talk about setting smart goals. But what I'm really, really mindful of right now is you need people always say, how do I manifest everything I want? Well, you have goals. Well, you push and have goals, but then you have to pull and let the universe deliver. So you didn't really know possibly, right, when you came up with this idea for a conference last year, how it was going to manifest, but you had the idea. And then the manifestation came in the form of a conference. Okay. We're good on that? We're good. So you are writing down goals. She's a very good student. She is doing all things, but she is happy and she's achieving her goals and running conferences and doing podcasts. So we would expect that some of these would be in place. So now we move up to emotional. Mm Mm-hmm. And you and I have a very similar situation where our husband, in my case, fiance, work with us, support us, enable us. Yep. But what would it be like? If <laughs> enable them. Enable. <laughs> enable us. They're enablers. I mean, yeah, they, he's, a, he's an enabler. <laughs> but the truth is, what if Jay, which is her husband, who I just met today, what if Jay was not supportive of you? What would that look oh like? Oh, my God. I had, I mean, I had a, I had a failed second marriage that was that. It was, it changed my entire life. I mean, I was not the same person. I could not, like, I didn't. I didn't even dare put myself out on the line to try to do something new or challenging because I knew I didn't have that support. So it was life-changing. Right. So we're talking about now the fourth piece Mm -hmm. of the puzzle, which is emotional. Now, for some people, that is having a partner that's enabling. For Mm -hmm. some people, that's not having a partner at all. I'm not proclaiming to know what works for each and every person, but they want to look at what makes them happy. Some people rather be in a relationship. Some people rather not. That's how I came up with the name The Missing Piece. When I met my fiancé, I knew he was my missing piece. And I've been always very, you know, driven, successful, happy, but I've been propelled even further because that part of my life was important to me. So you can also rank these five. Mm. You can rate and you can rank. People confuse the difference, but, you know, on a one to five, you could rate each one how important they are, but you could also rank them. Like I could ask you, which I might do in a second, Mm. if you had to put, you know, I could... If one was lacking, which one would I not give up the most? But let me go to physical first. So the last piece of the puzzle, the first in the acronym, but the last in the story is physical. I kind of, I like it last because at the end of our day, we also get some activity. 
But I also like it last because it's kind of like a catch-all for everything. Mm -hmm. If you're not living in your higher vibration, it's going to manifest in stress. That's ethereal. If you're not happy at your job or you're not emotionally intelligent or aware of who you are, that's going to result in your body. If you haven't set goals or you're not achieving goals, it's going to, okay. If your relationship is out of sync. So your body is like a catch-all for everything going on in the other pieces You think you can avoid it, and then physical pain shows up, and the body says, you are done, you are stopping, I am forcing you. Your spirit didn't catch you, your goals didn't catch you, your spouse didn't catch you, but I'm going to catch you. So if you are physically comfortable and healthy, and I don't put weight, it's a combination of weight, appearance, resilience, Mm -hmm. um, diet, everything. If you are not happy with some of those elements, then you are not going to be able to support the other pieces. So- like if I asked you to rate on a one to five, your overall health appearance, where are you at with that? I mean, I would, um, I like this piece of it has been so important to me over the past few months gearing up for the event that I've been so intentional with getting movement in, working out at the gym three days a week, getting a ton of steps in um, because I know myself when I'm feeling good, I, I, I show up in a better way. And when I'm, when I'm not moving, then everything changes. My whole energy shifts. So this piece is like for me almost at the very top because that, that flows down to everything else. And that priority or prioritizing can be very different for people. Yeah. Right. The other thing I want to bring out is when people get so hard and fast on their goals, they have to work out five days a week and then they can't. Mm-hmm. Or they, they do that at the expense of sleep. Yeah. Then they're making decisions that might not be good either because they want to be aware. So here's really the story. To stay in a higher vibration of joy and happiness, it is how you feel about what you're doing. Yeah. So when you eat cheesecake, which calorically might be, you know, not the best thing you can eat, it might be the best thing you can eat to raise your spirit. Yeah. As long as you give it, you bless it, you let it go and you enjoy it. It is not, you know, sometimes that we didn't achieve our goal that's really causing us pain. It's that we are belaboring and not bouncing back and not being resilient for like two weeks about not achieving the goal. So these pieces are so interconnected, but what is really relevant in each one of them is how we feel about them. And I think that's a big one, right? Because think about, especially women, like you eat the cheesecake and then you beat yourself up and you feel guilty and you feel shame around it and you hold on to that. And then that snowballs. I mean, I think that's so common and relatable. And I am guilty of that in the past. I have learned to let that go. You know, I was on vacation a couple weeks ago and went out and ate all of the key lime pie and enjoyed every last bite of it. And I was not going to apologize for it. Um, but it, it was from a place of like, okay, that's fine. And now we're going to get on. up and we're going to move on. And we're not going to eat cake every day. Not, well, maybe that week I did, but that's okay. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I think that that was, that was, that has been such a journey, um, for myself personally from that space. And I think so many, especially women struggle with that because yeah, well, you beat yourself up. If you think of what happened, you ate the cake, right? Then you stressed about it. So you release yeah. cortisol, physiological evidence, cortisol stores fat. So now you're getting fat. And I don't use that word often, but in this case, you're getting fat because you are storing fat from worrying. And negative emotion oxidizes your body. So you're rusting from the inside out. So when you see someone that's vibrant and doesn't look their age or just feels full of energy, they're not oxidizing. They're not belaboring these negative thoughts. I was a very heavy young person. I lost 70 pounds. I did not get it right for a while. Then I went and become a holistic health counselor, and I do exactly now. Someone cooks me lasagna or something that I would normally have said Oh, I wouldn't eat this, right? I bless it. I eat it. I accept the love that went into it. And I go on. 
And wow, you're not gaining weight yeah. because it's your feeling toward it. So it's your feeling toward all of them. Okay, so now we're not going to let you off the hook. We're okay. going to ask you to rate and rank. Okay. All right, let's rate first. Okay, so we're looking at each one on a one to five. How important is it for you for each of them if you were to rate? So I, like physical. So important. Like um, physical is a five for me. Right. That's so important. Right. So the rating ends up leading to the ranking. Okay. Right. So I'm feeling that that's going right. to be one of your one or two. Yeah. Right. Emotional. So what that means is obviously you have a great relationship with Jay. But if you don't spend time with him here and there because you're busy, like how important it is for you to make sure you spend time with him? Or is that something that's foundationally kind of set already and you feel confident? I mean, we're, like I think we're solid. So I would put that at he's going to he's going to disagree. He's going to be like, it's a six. <laughs> I'm going to say right now in this season, it's a th- Three with us having some designated time a month, a month out from now to really focus on us after this event. So it's a season right now. It's a three. And then in a month, it's going to bump up to a five. Right. So that's important, too. Right. To pay attention to your ebb and flow mm-hmm. of your life cycle, which is really energy at a bigger scale. Right. And the three doesn't mean it's not important to you. The three means if you know if you can let it go a little. Yeah. That's what I want people to pay attention. What can I let go a little without it like hurting? You're feeling that the physical is really important for you, that it sets the foundation. Yeah. OK, so A is your goals. So that is how important is it for you to stay on track with your goals right now? Is that a little bit of leeway? Are you on track? How I mean, do you can feel? I have another five there? Yeah, yeah. This is rating. <laughs> okay, this okay. is rating, not I mean, that's ranking. A five. That's a five, too. But you're going to have to, when you rank them, you're going to have ah, to separate shoot. the fives. But okay. we can leave it for now. Right. right? How about your, um, your, your actual work, your emotional intelligence, your ability to interact with other people, understand their preferences? That's just something you do. But how important is that for you right now? Is that something you have to pay attention to? Uh, no. Or you, right. Because yeah. you're doing it naturally. Right, That's right, the only right. thing I want people to hear. Yeah. Right? So three, two? Sure. Okay. And ethereal. Which is, again, how much do you have to pay attention to staying up there? Oh, like that. I mean, that's a five, too. I feel like the physical and the ethereal are the same. They are one in the same category for me because I have to put time and attention into into that right now in a, a month of craziness. So we know how you give that attention in physical. You're going to the gym. You're working yeah. out. How are you giving that attention in ethereal? Um, meditation. Okay, I just wanted to bring that walks out. Walks like that. Even though walks are physical, it, that is so meditative for me. And it doesn't have to be 20-minute meditations. It yeah, no, no, no. I do quick. I do quick, live. like five minutes. I Grounding, do, yeah. centering. Yep. Okay, but now Breathe you it. have three fives. So <laughs> now I'm going to ask you to rank. Rank is tricky. And those of you out there, I teach ranking a lot because it's a great way to force yourself into deliberate decisions and to really say, wow, I wasn't really aware that that was a one. I'm buying some time so you can think about it, right? But <laughs> I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, well, we're wrapping we're up right now. <laughs> so if you had to just pick a number one, I'll let you, you know, you have a one, two, three, four, five. So the, of most importance right now. Yeah. It's not even, again, most importance and, and for you have to pay attention to. Okay. So ethereal is number one. Okay. Physical is number two. Uh, the, yep. Goals. Num- uh, goals are number three. We won't tell Jay. He's, I know, right? He's going to be so We'll make mad. him four just for the heck of it. That will make cerebral <laughs> five. He's going to be so mad at me. So the ranking is not necessarily what's important to you. It's what you know you have to focus on. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because we're good. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah it's yeah. compliments. Yes, compliment. yes, yes. Being a five in this case is a yes. compliment. Right. right. But people don't take This is a great way to take an inventory. I just went to visit my niece and nephew in North Carolina. I haven't seen them in a while. They had a baby. And I now look through everyone's world without consciously doing it or even preaching about it. But I went through this with the at the end of the weekend. They wanted to know what I do. So I went yeah. through this with them. What a great way to like 
diagnose or evaluate or assess someone's life. Yeah. Like I noticed how seamless they were with the exercise mm. and then we've, it was just amazing, but it's yeah. a great way. People just don't think about it in these terms. Amazing. So the missing piece can be any of the pieces, a percentage of any of the pieces. Mm. What's really the missing piece is the awareness about the puzzle. Amazing. That's really the missing yeah. piece. We have other two other courses. One is called the centerpiece and one is called the masterpiece because who doesn't want a masterpiece mm. life? And then honestly, after you go through one, two, or three of the courses, you are peaceful, yes. right? Yes. And then we have a community of people that help after you leave, mentors, support, health counselors, whatever you want. We call those the peacekeepers. Okay. So yeah, it's all about peace. When you ask people what they want in their life, they either say right away, I want to be happy successful or peaceful those are all the same thing yeah and one more thing i want to mention any and everything that you have ever wanted in this life is because you want to be happy it is the only reason you ever want anything and it makes you feel good which is the middle step so why are you doing this conference because helping people will make you feel good making feel good make you happy mm -hmm. there's no, why do you want that porsche or somebody wants a beautiful car because riding in it will make them feel successful good aligned happy mm -hmm. it all leads to happy so every one of the pieces of the puzzle, getting them in alignment so the puzzle fits together is really so you can be happy. You want to be in great physical health. You want to have a great relationship, whether that's with a, a significant other or your children or your nieces and nephews. I'm not saying it has to be with a romantic partner. So you want to be in physical health. You want to have great relationships. You want to have goals. You want to be intelligent about the world around you. And you want to be connected to spirit and joy. That's what we want. The missing piece is the awareness about how to get it and what it is in the first place. Amazing. All right, Flory, you are teaching a workshop at the She Who Wins Summit. Yes, I am. I'm so excited to have you. You are an absolute delight. I've had the pleasure of being in a couple of your um, energy right now, a workshop that you taught. You're amazing. Um, so what a value add to this. So I'm so, I'm so grateful for you. How do people connect with you, find you, learn more about you. Yeah, so we're on all social. It's A underscore Wakened underscore events. And you can email me anytime. And everybody who knows me knows I follow up because I think follow up is important. And think about what follow up is. It's attention and intention. And that makes people feel good. It's so really natural what we, we all want. So you can email me at flory at awakenedevents.com. And I want to say one more thing. Can I okay, say one more thing? Okay, you can say one more thing. For all the pieces <laughs> to be aligned, you need to be clear. And clear is focus and attention and intention. I'm saying it all different ways because people will hear it and something will resonate. But clarity, clarity of intention and attention and what you want in each of the pieces. And when you are clear, that means your thoughts, words, and actions are all aligned. When you are clear, miracles happen. Manifestations happen. And when you rearrange the word miracle, it spells I-M-C-L-E-A-R. I'm clear. So the message is right there. Be clear. Do an inventory. The missing piece should only be the awareness part. The rest will fall into place. Come see me at a seminar or at Mohegan. I'm so excited to be a partner with you. All right. One final question that I ask everyone, and you can't leave until you answer nope. it as well, is what does winning mean to you? Oh, my goodness. Winning means, you know, using this analogy, being aware of my pieces, staying in higher vibration. And when I drop down below a joy and happiness state, knowing how to move myself back up because I am no good to my three children or my partner or the world if I am operating in a low vibration. So winning is getting the puzzle in clarity and staying happy.
Love it. All right, everyone, come check out Flory. Meet her. If you, if she brings you into her circle, you will be at her house <laughs> in no time. And it is a beautiful house. So thank you, Flory. Thank you. Bye, everyone. That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins.